and welcome to the Studio Mala podcast. I'm your host, Ono Dahl, with, of course, Sean Cunningham. Sean, who have we got as guests today? This week, I'm really excited to have these guys on. We've got the animation duo, uh, Remus and Kiki. Hey, guys. How are you? Hello. <laughs> Thank you for having us. <laughs> no problem. Just to give, I guess, a little, like a brief introduction to you guys, um... I suppose if anyone's listening who doesn't know these guys right now, I'd say pause the podcast or the video or whatever. Uh, look up RemusandKiki.com or I think the same name on Instagram probably mm-hmm. works yeah. too. Yeah. All their short films are there. All their uh, little bite-sized animations are there. And I really recommend just browsing all of that before we, we get into it because there's some really good stuff there. You guys are kind of got a really good kind of freelance background. You've done a lot of really amazing like short animations for warner brothers and ted and like i think most notably people would know you for your like adult swim stuff like your little um what's the word definitely the rick and morty one yeah 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 yeah. and then you've got some great short films which we can get into as well but uh dateless is one was which kind of you guys debuted a good while ago now and another one i'd really recommend everyone checks out called um pillow talk which i i love i really love that one but oh, um, really? okay. yeah yeah okay. it's a great one i love that no, one so I'm much um, but yeah i guess how would you guys describe yourselves oh. uh cockroaches <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> pretty much yeah i we, saw we, that we... I, I saw that on your website you describe actually professionally describe yourselves as cockroaches which is which is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how yeah. would we describe ourselves? I don't really know. I'm trying to think. I guess, yeah, that would be it. It would be, yeah, creative cockroaches. Yeah. Just uh, <laughs> hiding in our house. Yes. In the living room. <laughs> making, making animation. I guess, like, it's kind of all-encompassing work, right? Because you guys kind of do everything on your own shorts, or most of it anyway, right? Like, from... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, board we do lo- enjoy collaborating with other animators too, or other yeah, sound. but yeah, but usually it's but it's usually it's just us too. The two of us, yeah, and it's been kind of the two of us up until recently. Like yeah, even the adult uh, swim so stuff. Like, were you guys both animating your own stuff separately before you two met and started working together, or when did you guys? How did you guys end up working together? Uh, so we met at university we both went to uca farnham and uh, we met there in the first year Mm -hmm. Um, and we lived literally opposite each other (laughs) yeah in in the student accommodation yeah Uh, and the the way the course was set up it kind of encourages students to do uh, short films on their own at least especially after second year you just start to be self-sufficient yeah so which is great because that's how we learn to kind of take care of every aspect of production to from design storyboards to animating especially when you're starting as an animator with nothing no money no budget yeah 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 Yeah, doing the sound ourselves as well and at the beginning in second year we were both we both started off doing uh individual short films like kiki did hers i did mine yeah and we found the process a tiny bit tedious or at least like boring because like yeah (laughs) we were all like in our own kind of separate corners working on our uh and it was quite over it was like a one minute uh short to begin with and it was kind of too overwhelming to really be involved in other people's work 
Yeah. So we couldn't really give each other proper, proper feedback, feedback yeah. or proper yeah. like you know yeah, look through things be like oh maybe this could change here and yeah. it's just like I have my own thing to do <laughs> so and yeah. then we decided later on be like okay let's try working together see how yes. that goes and that's how Dateless came to be yes that was the, the first thing we made together mm-hmm. and it was so much fun especially compared to working by ourselves because yeah. like we could actually get a response to the drawings from <laughs> yeah. each other like i could show kiki something and then she'd laugh and that that would actually make me feel good about what that was yeah. doing mm. <laughs> yeah oh, it's great the, the, the energy you can give another person just everyone sure. likes the idea of like one person did all this but <laughs> what's really sad is that you miss out on that the enthusiasm yeah that just having someone else there to share it with for sure becoming a professional duo like, like officially making that a thing like remus and kiki is you need need a lot of faith in yourself not letting the other down and like the other for you know was there any trepidation at all or did you know this is this is going to work this is going to well. well obviously there's like a lot of things that yeah there's a on. yeah there's a lot of a lot of friction <laughs> <laughs> especially in university there was yeah. a lot of like <laughs> yeah but the the good thing is that because we started our collaboration in second year we kind of got to work through most of every problem in third year that we might encounter like we already kind of well, we encountered Fuck. all the problems in third year, yeah. actually. Yeah, we already kind of... <laughs> the third year was where it was just like, oh, this chaos, just starting from the beginning. Yeah, we already kind of messed everything up yes. there. So <laughs> that was good that we got a chance to do that while we were still in university. And Absolutely. then we could kind of regroup and reorganize. And, yeah. Yeah. and I guess because uh, Dateless ended up working out well for us mm-hmm. in the response it got, it underlined the fact that it was a good idea to work together like mm-hmm. it it mm. gave us some confidence in our ability to collaborate and yeah and all that so i guess that helped uh, uh, if, for sure yeah. like i actually never started doing any animation until i came to uni <laughs> oh really yeah yeah i knew nothing about animation i was just like okay i'll just do animation yeah i was kind of similar as well like uh, it's funny how much like being around the right people it kind of gets you into it for sure yeah it's so common that people go in going like yeah i went into animation school with like this dream to be an animator but like (laughs) i was similar i just kind of rolled in being like i suppose i'll give this a go Um, yes it wasn't until i was hanging out with people and making stuff with other people that i realized i oh i like this this is fun yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah definitely like entering the right crowd was like okay i actually you know have a good sighting of how everyone works and then meeting Remus, who already knew how to animate, I was like, oh, teach me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of taught myself a tiny bit, like in high school, using like <coughs> using uh, like the Preston Blair book and any kind yeah. of like resources I found online and stuff. And uh, But still, for some reason, when I was applying to university, the one I, w- I ended up going to was the only animation course I applied to. Everything else was illustration, because in my mind, I was thinking like, I can't be... Like, I need to be serious about my life now. I need to do, <laughs> do some some real work, animation, cartoons. I, I need to grow up. Like, But then then something in me went like, nah, let's go for animation. 
I'm glad you've been able to maintain that um, <laughs> that kind of energy with like <laughs> the actual stuff you animate as well. Just definitely this kind of just. I mean, I really like that you said animation cockroaches and stuff like that because like everything you make is like mildly gross and like <laughs> uh, and kind of horrible in a way, which I love. And it's just been so cool to like you, you guys. You get to maintain that with all your like fairly big name stuff, like. Um, I mean, the Adult Swim stuff, I guess, specifically, like, fits in with your, your brand so well, I suppose. But, like, even throughout, like, your, your more professional, like, gigs with, like, Ted and stuff like that. Like, you're, you, you've never seemed to have to compromise on, like, the style you like working on, which seems like a really nice place to be in. Yeah, on, on the stuff that we share. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> on the work yeah, that but we there's share. There's a lot, though. It, like, you share so much that it seems like you're you're sharing everything you do so that's that's impressive yeah i mean there's been like every once in a while we get a job or where we understand okay we can't be ourselves on this yeah, one yeah, yeah. This we, we can't go full crazy this, is, <laughs> this isn't the place this isn't the time yeah and we just end up not sharing those because we tend to just share the type of work that we want to keep so, getting yeah and that kind of uh way of working has been okay for us just because that's what we we discovered at the beginning that if we want to get a certain type of project, and that's what we should just constantly yeah. like put out to promote. Mm. Be like, yes, we want more of this weird shit. Yeah, hire us. And then we ended <laughs> yeah. up getting clients that were okay with our style yeah. and that actually were the ones that contacted us. And then we didn't have to pitch as much anymore mm-hmm. for jobs, and on, and that was great because then we know at least we're working with someone who uh, appreciates who actually wants our yeah who appreciates <laughs> yeah. what we have to offer exactly yeah. that's that's really good advice for anyone who's um either trying to get going as a freelancer or yes. or even someone who's trying to set up a studio is that just share share the stuff that looks like what you want to make and yes like don't share the stuff that you don't care about mm-hmm. because uh, even if you for start us, sharing that then it's just yeah. you're going to be getting that and you're like why yeah yeah <laughs> Like even for us, like in our first year with the studio, I mean, our first showreel was mostly kind of um, a lot of my freelance stuff before we even started, just because we wanted to be mm. advertising. We, we want to do stuff like this. And we want to get stuff like this. And like, mm. um, it's it, it's good to put in that little extra bit of effort just to to kind of almost pr- have a bit of a proving ground of like, we're good at this. So, so please get us to do more of it. How I kind of came across you guys was one of our other directors, um, Cora. I was like always talking, like name dropping mm. you guys. It's just like really good reference. We were doing um, those, um, and we still do them. These like Mala mini things, that, like the, the little mini cartoons we get our, our our crew to do. And we've always come back and looked at some of your guys, just shorter, bite-sized things. It's like a re- if we're ever trying to get something to do, and it's like look at these guys, mm-hmm. like. They make something super bite-sized but so effective in like 10 seconds max and um it was really fun looking at those but then also cass van de paul for for anyone who doesn't know he does those great um how would you describe them animated recaps of like yeah starbender and totoro they're really good like but it was great when we saw your one the lord of the rings one that you guys pretty much <laughs> took the helm on completely right that was just yeah, 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 yeah. Have fun with that. 
yeah he basically just gave us like some feedback on timing and because that's what we really like that was our main reason for wanting to collaborate with him because we're fans of his work and his timing is so it's, good yeah it's very so on like, point okay. so we're like okay let's work with him so that we can actually like you know learn our like timing yeah. <laughs> we had a really so similar experience with them as well like when we, we did a couple of his ones and like he, he, he trusts that people will adapt to his style and kind of he gives the feedback in the right places but like Mm-hmm. he also lets people just have so much fun with them um yeah and we ran into i ran into him like in person for the first time last week at um or two weeks ago at annecy oh, and wow. he's so much taller than his damn little <laughs> guy <laughs> that he draws so that freaked me out um, industry but, uh, secret reveal <laughs> yeah yeah Cass he's actually, actually a giant tall. yeah he's actually two meters tall <laughs> do you find that happens quite often when people have given themselves an a cartoon avatar that like tall people tend to go for little i mean if people are tiny they don't often draw themselves as a tiny <laughs> they'll, they'll give themselves a very tall and perhaps muscular <laughs> yeah i feel people like to go for for opposites <laughs> yes i try to be as honest as i can with mine especially with the uh-huh. with the no size <laughs> it's beautiful i i, I find it i sometimes find it sometimes draw myself shorter because if i'm just making a doodle it's so hard to squash in like a huge lanky skinny guy into like, <laughs> yeah. a composition yeah, but you, you that's why you need to find ways to draw yourself lying down in sexy poses. <laughs> yeah. Like, always like yeah, you yeah. always have to be kind of, yeah, 16 by 9, Hi. chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many times I just draw myself as like a snake with a head. I was like, I'm not even going to do the arms or legs. I'm just a I'm just a spine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a couple of questions that some folks from the studio really were curious about. And this one I wasn't aware of. Is it true you guys animate with Photoshop? Yes. yes. <laughs> Holy shit. How does that work? <laughs> with, yeah, follow-up question. Photoshop. How? <laughs> um, it, it, Photoshop has the timeline function. Have you yeah. never used it? I've never used it, but I've also just never encountered many people who who have. I, I've, I've heard people mention that, like, yeah, I use Photoshop, and, like, a lot of the time they've said they, they use it and then kind of gave up <laughs> using Photoshop. <laughs> But that's so cool. Like, it's something I should properly explore, I think. Ah, uh, maybe. maybe. I don't know. But well, for us, it's like the, the, the cool thing with Photoshop is that you have, like, the million brush options. So yeah. It's like, uh, you know. Yeah. Have, like, different, like, yeah. and it's also, textures and stuff. Yeah. And it's also easy to bring it into After Effects directly yeah. without having to export separate PNG sequences. It just kind of separates all the animation layers yeah. oh, cool. already. So that's kind of easy. But... Yeah, I don't know if it's something we'd recommend. We don't even use the extra like add-on to help yeah. with the timeline function because <laughs> there's add-ons made in plugins to make animation in Photoshop easier. Yeah, and I guess we're just like kind of got kind of used to it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, we've got, I, got used to it, and also we're, well, I know I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm kind of the same. I mean, I only. People always talk to me about like why, um, like why TV Paint? Why is TV Paint the software of choice? Like it's what we were using in college, and I haven't really <laughs> wanted to <laughs> like break out of my comfort zone ever since. So we just use that now. I think that's usually everyone's answer for most software. 
there's just like so many things to to learn and so many like branches you can choose to like invest uh, XP points in. And it's like learning a new software feels like the most tedious one. Like I'd rather like try and learn something else than learn a new software. Although Blender does look cool and I would like to try. I, I say that, but then I know that I also want to do work that looks more spontaneous. And I don't yeah. think moving to 3D is going to help me <laughs> do <Yeah>. that. <laughs> I mean, Blender is one we've been kind of looking at for a while now as well. I mean, it being free is nice. That's kind of a big draw. But uh, mm. but I've seen so many really great 2D projects that were made entirely in Blender that don't look... Like, I'm, I'm the same as you guys when it comes to stuff like Photoshop. So like, I really want those brushes and like those nice textured tools and stuff like that. But I've seen some great stuff like made entirely in Blender that looks like it could have been made in either Photoshop or TV Paint or something. And now mm. it's, it's it's got us curious. So it's something we kind of want to look into as well. But um, still getting the time to learn new software is just so, so rare. I wanted to ask out of all of kind of, especially particularly the really short projects that you've done. Is there anything in particular that you guys are like happiest with now? Like one thing I always come back to is the um I think it's where I really first discovered you guys was the Akira. Ah yeah. <laughs> it's great. That one we did with uh an animator called the Joseph Bernaus. Mm-hmm. And uh he's a big Akira fan and he yeah. wanted to collaborate with us on something and he came to us with the idea and we kind of put something together with him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was really fun to work on. Yeah. Out of the shorter stuff, it's it's tough to, because I mean we do, we do have fond memories of working on Dateless. We do have fond memories of working on the Ted Ed videos, and obviously yeah. the Adult Swim stuff was always fun. Sometimes with the shorter stuff, the smaller one, I, it, the how much we like it, it tends to be related to how the experience of working on it was. Sometimes, mm-hmm. I mean, in general, with all projects, it's kind of like that. Yeah. How much we, we like something is how. I think the one thing that I enjoyed working on that's quite short is the one that I'm looking in the fridge. Oh, yes. the Because <laughs> oh. that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. I go and get up every five minutes to look at the fridge. We're like, it's <laughs> I find myself coming back to the one of you um, lifting weights a lot. (laughs) That one's great. It's just uh, it's great reference for timing. Just that that final push at the very end. I love how much you're holding those drawings on like not even six. This is like eight at the end. You're really pushing it there. It's great. I love that one. The Um, least frames better. (laughs) That came from uh, observing Kiki at the gym. (laughs) <laughs> i came from pure observation <laughs> apparently i do make a lot of faces yeah because yeah. <laughs> i hold i hold kiki's glasses when she's doing them and i'm just looking at her face just turning redder and redder and just like <laughs> 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 And I see the progression. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, there was like four different states. Like every push, there was a different journey every time. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so good. When you're starting out on a new project, how much planning beforehand is there with distributing? I'm going to do this. You're going to do this. Like, like, Does that 
happen as you're working on it or do you know in advance like i'll take care of this part i'll take care of this part it kind of happens as we're working on it yeah yeah like at the beginning when we first started working together back Mm. in in uni and uh, we we had this idea that uh, we should working as a duo meant literally splitting everything 50 50 yeah and uh, that ended up backfiring in a way because It was kind of we were forcing ourselves to do to split it evenly, even mm-hmm. though there's no law saying that everything has to be split evenly. And then eventually <laughs> we kind of realized that it's better to just work in a way Take where on we... shots that the, whichever shot that we felt like we wanted to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. wherever oh, I want to do this scene, you know, like yeah, whichever was one of us felt more inspired to handle any part of the production, either like. One of us, let's say, comes up with an idea and then the other one feels inspired to do the storyboards for it and then they might do the animatic and then we give it to, I give it to Kiki and she does the shot designs or starts animating it and we kind of do a, a back and forth yeah. with most of it. With jobs, it tends to be less like kind of inspiration-based because we have a deadline and it's more of like, okay, this needs to be done by this amount of time so we kind of just have to split it up depending yeah. on who's busy working on what already mm-hmm. and who can finish this particular thing faster and it usually ends up being that i do more of the animation and he does most of like the framework yeah like i the, do the designs and i'll do like mild adjustments to the yeah. designs that he does and then he takes on doing like the animatic and then i just start the animation, animation. that's really cool that's really like uh, it's it's nice and intuitive <laughs> to hear that like because like i always i was always curious to know if you had like a really clear cut like we do it this way and then we do it this way because one thing that even when look looking at your like individual work your style has successfully just blended together into like <laughs> its own creature that's like you can totally recognize all your work as like a unit like it's 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 really nice to see that you guys i can easily copy his stuff that's great that's really cool like that's I mean, that's like what an animation studio needs. It's like, it's really difficult to get like 10 people to do the exact same style. So you guys just mm. being in sync like that must be like really, really useful, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> nice. I usually like my, for my personal stuff, I draw like mainly anime style. Yeah. But I can adapt to his yeah. stuff easily. I find it more difficult to adapt the other way around. <laughs> but whenever there's something that's kind of needs a bit more, more of a realistic touch uh yeah. kiki helps with that yeah oh that's great that's really nice <laughs> i was gonna say I, like since you guys are kind of your own operation um i guess for other like people hoping to freelance do you guys have any tips for keeping your projects organized and planned or like or, are, are you a bit more off the cuff like you mentioned before like are you kind of just taking things as they come or do you like who's doing the admin like that's always the difficult part <laughs> <laughs> yeah we we tend to not really have like I guess we we have schedules only when we're working with other people on yeah. like a bigger project, like because then that becomes necessary. Yeah, when we're working with a team, but well, usually with the, no, uh, even like for jobs where it's just the two of us. At most, after we finish the animatic, I kind of just do a shot list. Yeah, and I I have like I, I print screen the Windows calendar. <laughs> and I, I underline 
<laughs> what days we need to get stuff we done by. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I have like some very rough like scribbly calculations underneath the shot list, yeah. especially with like the tethered ones where it's like, I don't know how many shots it was per video sometimes, like in the 40, 50 shots sometimes per video. Yeah. And we have to figure out, okay, because those we tended to do all together and kind of like... We tried to squeeze like the five minute videos to do them into one month. Yeah, mm. like four to six weeks. Yeah. And those had like more of like, okay, we need to do like, I don't know, two shots and a half per day design wise. And then when we start animating, we tend to, for jobs actually... Uh, we tend to uh, go animatic, which is like we do quite a detailed looking animatic. Mm -hmm. Then we design everything. Yeah. We just do like the shot design of everything, background characters, layout. And then once those get approved, we animate them. Yeah. And depending on schedule, sometimes we have to start animating before all the shot designs get approved. Yeah. Then we just animate the ones that have already been, been approved. approved yeah. But generally, that's how it goes. And that's how it went for the TED-Ed ones as well, where we were like, okay, we need to design three shots a day. And then once we do that for two weeks, we Start then we have to animate three shots a day. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it seems like like you've, you've got your head in the right place in that regard. I think it's just a, it, it's a part that people always struggle with when they get into freelance straight out of college is that they just they just don't consider the amount of admin that comes into it. And like, yeah. I, like recently when I had to, I was doing some, uh, doing a talk for some students, like just one thing I slipped in there was like, just learn how to do a spreadsheet. If you haven't learned to do a spreadsheet, learn to make a spreadsheet. <laughs> you'll need it. Like you'll always need it. It's going to happen at some point, you know? Or at least a uh, screen printer. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It was so funny. Like I'm in college, I'm sure you saw a bunch of this as well on, in body firm as well you'd, you'd often just get people printing out a calendar being super organized on day one mm -hmm. pasting it up on the wall and then never looking at it again it's like, <laughs> yeah. i've done that bit okay cool now i just work and just don't think about time for a, yeah. a year it's they declaration would, yeah they would put up the most beautiful schedule you've ever seen it was like down to the minute and then day two the whole thing seemed to have warped into a spiral <laughs> it was like it was a haunted <laughs> creatures from another dimension were being summoned to this and uh you couldn't find the person who who made it they were just like crying yeah. in an attic says here they never existed yeah <laughs> there's never been anyone at this college it's by like that name. <laughs> <laughs> oh there was once a hundred years ago <laughs> The schedule of the calendar of Dorian Gray, where it's just rotting on the wall, and meanwhile the person's out having fun. <laughs> all, the, all the deadlines are just festering. That explains all the the students who seem to have nothing but a great time through college, mm -hmm. <laughs> while apparently like seeming to not be getting anything done, but. They're doing absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're looking great. They're having a great time. Meanwhile, the ones that you see that are disheveled. Yeah. You know, they've been working. <laughs> the ones who have aged 40 years in one year. Yeah. Everyone thought that was a mature student. They're the youngest person in the class. <laughs> <laughs>
guys mentioned your own styles and putting them together. Do you have very different inspirations in, in terms of your backgrounds, in terms of like shows or movies you liked when you were growing up? We're both kind of, we do both like Japanese animation. Yes. I also like, like I'm a big fan of Tex Avery stuff, and Bob Clampett and like classic Looney Tunes stuff. Mm-hmm. And also like Gendy Tartakovsky and Ralph Bakshi. Mm and all that and that's kind of almost it when it comes to like uh oh and the french comic books i grew up on those yeah, yeah, yeah. back home because my my mom had like all these uh old uh, french comic book compilations from when she was growing up that uh, i really enjoyed that would be kind of it for me for me it's like uh, a lot of manga actually because yeah. <laughs> uh, when i uh i lived in thailand for a little bit and there was like a little uh, manga renting shop uh, close to my uh, school. And I would always go there to just read manga and like rent a few. L- not a few, actually, like piles of ten. Oh, I wish I could have <laughs> just, done that. Just, they're like bringing it back home and reading that. Mainly Hunter Hunter. And actually, in terms of uh, animated stuff, yeah, Japanese animation. And Vampire Hunter D just stuck with me for the longest time. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. No one's ever mentioned yeah. Vampire Hunter D in the podcast so far, actually. I'm really surprised. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I love I, Vampire Hunter I think it's in so many, like, more people's DNA than people give it credit for, you know? That's it's a good just, one. That's definitely one of those ones that when you're younger and you discover Vampire Hunter D, I think mm. most people have the same feeling. I've never seen anything that looks like this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're just drawn to it. <laughs> yeah, it's so unique and beautiful, really. But I didn't, I didn't know what to make of it the first time I saw it, and I kind of like, do, do I think this is really good? Or like, it's, it was just so out there to me at the time. But yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm. Like I discovered it like uh, later in high school, and I was like, oh my god, oh, <laughs> this is gorgeous. <laughs> I was gonna say it's it's funny how many things like that you you rediscover either in high school or in college where it's like because I, I mean I had the same thing with Evangelion where like I saw it when I was ten and get, didn't give it a second thought really you know it's like <laughs> I, I don't really like <laughs> it just didn't click with me at all and but I knew so oh, much yeah, about ten. it oh. yeah and then it was later on when I and like I would have seen it again in high school and. It would have clicked me a bit more then. And then it wasn't until college where I became obsessed with it, you know? Mm. Um, <laughs> At 10, so you weren't funny. depressed enough yet to appreciate it. I wasn't depressed <laughs> enough, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's kind of like that thing as well, because I had the same thing with um, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, where I, I, I was seeing Dragon Ball Z on Cartoon Network, assuming it was, like, brand new. Like, because mm. I didn't know this was, like, from 80 seven or something like that uh and yeah it was this amazing thing where like we were going like into school every day being like oh my god i can't but like we we're treating it like it was happening day by day <laughs> and uh i almost felt embarrassed like 20 years later i was like oh that was at the time i could have just bought some videos and <laughs> the whole thing would have been there no it's all <laughs> yeah yeah um it, oh uh, i forgot there was another thing that i did watch as a little kid that was just on tv for some reason just a lot with Sailor Moon. <laughs> mm. nice. Sailor Moon a lot and um, Princess Knight. Oh, I don't wow. know if you guys know of it. 
It's no. very like out there. <laughs> but it's I'm immediately so looking up princess, man. <laughs> it's okay. a it's a girl who's a princess who actually wants to be a knight. She just goes out and she dresses as a knight, and you know goes I mean, around. That's an incredibly good. Like, oh half. wow! <laughs> I can that's... see the vampire hunter D connection with the hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real think, like Tezuka thing, isn't it? Yeah, what like you need to, to do is draw Princess Knight in Vampire Hunter D style and vice oh, versa. Yeah, that would work. <laughs> no. That would work. Oh yeah, I should. Yeah, that would. Work. Oh yeah, me I... and Remus do actually share a Dragon Ball like the when he was a uh, Goku was a little yeah, kid. it's the best. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah, the original uh, Dragon Ball. The best yeah, one. That... yes, truly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, oh, yeah. I always some... come back to Dragon Ball original for just design wise. Just yes, for you know weird freak characters. You just got to go back to. <laughs> to oh, Dragon yeah. Ball. Also very fun and round and cute, and it's just yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> I do love. I I find that when you talk to animators or illustrators, there's this kind of quiet agreement that like oh, but like original Dragon Ball. Like this, this <laughs> wink and raise glass of like we all know really original Dragon Ball. That's where it's at. I mean, do you see the cars? See the <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Just oh, I love the cars. The designs are just absolutely impeccable in original Dragon Ball. Mm. Truly, truly. And yeah, the yeah the characters are so much more expressive. Yes. And <laughs> like, there's humor. There's levity. There's and yeah so much more it feels so much more imaginative as well mm-hmm. where every i remember as a kid like every new episode like ah what kind of cool antagonist yeah. are we gonna see this time or whatever and then as it went on it was a bit like okay so it's the same like kind of <laughs> i guess the namek saga really was like they're on namek they're still on namek they're still on namek like, oh, wow. that was yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah. the loss of innocence I'm so glad um, you brought up Sailor Moon, the original anime, just because Owen and I talk about that a lot as like a thing more people need to revisit because mm. people don't really talk about how funny it is. Anymore. It is funny. <laughs> and it's probably one of the funniest anime there is like still and it holds up. Yes, for sure. Like the old one does. Yeah. I mean, Usagi is such a, she's such a, Butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was that was the really fun surprise for me because I didn't see it when I was younger. It wasn't on any channel that I had, mm. so I watched it later on just out of curiosity. Like, oh, I never actually watched any Sailor Moon, and my assumption was that Isagi was just like a generic anime protagonist. You know, just <laughs> I'm the hero, and you know how anime heroes are. They're pretty. Yeah, much, I'm innocent. Just... I'm cool. But when I saw that, like. She is kind of useless. <laughs> it's it was so funny to discover that she like generally wants to run away from every fight. She's usually yes. upset and crying and it's like trying to weasel her way out of doing anything. <laughs> and uh, you know, yeah. use, useless in school and like you know instead of you know these 14-year-old super geniuses that fill all anime mm-hmm. but to see so he's like I'm failing all my exams. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Like I'm not and the lesson isn't but then she really studied hard and passed. So like, no, she just kept failing. <laughs> it was just a lot of fun to discover yep. that. There's a, a reel I put together at one point whenever we're trying to encourage animators to just have more fun with expressions. But it's just mm. a reel of Usagi moments that I just found on YouTube. <laughs> just any expressive thing and it's 
probably like just one minute of just like half second clips of her head growing like four times the size when she's angry <laughs> yes. and just things like that um it's it's great i really recommend anyone who hasn't checked out the original anime to go back you've got unlimited resources unlimited time all the money staff if you need them but you can make absolutely anything what is the time to retire <laughs> yeah, I'll, just, I'll take the I money mean... thanks <laughs> i mean yeah we could just literally like have a project that's uh, that has no oh, yeah. deadline that it's just keeps on going forever. forever we keep we not only us we keep getting paid every month for and we don't need to show any work <laughs> and we get to hire all of our friends as well. Everyone, yeah. unlimited budget, you say. Everyone oh, gets yeah. <laughs> a, a million pounds. But you've just given us like a, a, a unlimited money cheat. <laughs> oh, we're not. We're gonna exploit it in a different way. We're not gonna make animation with it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna waste my unlimited money cheat. To make like a, an animated short, yeah, I'm gonna stretch it out for the rest of my life. You do like you do like an hour of work every week, so you can prove like I'm working on something. I'm trust yeah, me, yeah. it's gonna be great. It's gonna, be, but then you're just like it's Ooh. on paper. We're hiring other people too to help us out. They're working literally only five minutes a day. <laughs> yeah, you, re- you you release it like on your deathbed, and it's just like four frames of someone like going like this. Yeah, <laughs> according to these In- sheets, there's. 80% of the world's population are currently employed working on the ultimate animation <laughs> short. <laughs> World hunger solved. You know, absolutely everyone's pulled out of poverty. But like, everyone's still like, I'm looking forward to seeing this thing. <laughs> if it ever comes out, we're ruined. <laughs> yeah. Everyone needs to keep me alive. Once, I, once, oh, once me and Kiki go, the, the endless supply of money. <laughs> stops Just you're basically <laughs> gods for your entire life <laughs> on on your deathbed release Dead. the crudest like man boat and wave or yeah. Uh, yeah, a, yeah. emotional pillowcase the emotional sack thing yeah, uh, what, yeah. what was the uh, most standard learning animation you had to do at, back in when you were starting out uh, must have been the ball bounce right yeah the ball yeah. bounce yes. yeah so that's what you do. The ultimate ball bounce animation. The ultimate ball bounce. Just close forever. <laughs> but for real though, probably shorts. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice to be, to, I guess. Definitely like, hiring out like our friends to help yeah. with it. But it would be, yeah, it would be nice to kind of have the flexibility to just keep doing shorts and actually have like funding for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess like something like a Patreon or like a crowdfunding <laughs> thing would would basically be that. It doesn't even need to be like a, an ideal scenario. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I don't really know. Like, what kind of answers do you usually get for for this question? Well, like, I think we... Uh, we usually get like, oh, I'm gonna have a movie in this style or whatever. It is refreshing to actually hear people say, no, no, I like doing the shorts. I want to just keep doing shorts. Like. <laughs> Just want to do this forever. I mean, last time we talked to Rebecca, who said she wants to do a, a good adaptation of Berserk. Also, you can buy the rights to anything you want. Oh, okay, I, we can buy the rights to the oh. Hanna Barbera universe. <laughs> yeah. I can have I, I can have my my choo choo from Top Cat and Snagglepuss. Yeah, yeah, adventure. You can yeah. buy The Simpsons and end it. Your dream. Yeah, I can buy The Simpsons and end. It. <laughs> 
literally make an episode saying the end. <laughs> Everyone just gets a massive paycheck. And says, okay, there you go. See ya. <laughs> I'll buy I'll buy the rights to Mickey Mouse and do like a public animated execution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no one's allowed make lunch boxes or handbags <laughs> yeah. with this Mickey Mouse the on them. It's, it's the all end done. of Disney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, the main thing is that, that uh, as we, uh, I guess, advance in age and, <laughs> and we, we learn more about animation, we realize how much of a difference is between like what we think we want to do and then we end up doing it and we realize that we're not in the position that we thought we'd be in in terms of like how much control you can have over certain things, how much involvement you have time to, you know, like... It'd be nice to, to do like, I don't know, like a bigger project and hopefully we will eventually be involved in bigger projects. But it's also, I mean, ideally you'd want to have enough time to do as much work as you can on certain projects if they're bigger, but then you end up not being able to and you need to to step away from it so it's difficult to be like ah, i would uh, ideally we'd like to make this or that or like yeah. a, a feature film or something but when we know for the feature film we'd probably not do any drawing ourselves really up after post-production after pre-production we wouldn't really get to do much more than like a scribble here and there to kind of yeah. like be like no 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 draw draw make the balls saggier no do the <laughs> make yeah no, this is the wrong type of green for the boogers. As you can see, with unlimited money, we are going to make a porno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, um... that's, always, that's always the shocker for for animators who get into directing is that they they, they realize how little they get to draw on like a bigger project as much as they, yeah. they did. And there's always that like trying to claw it back. Just let me draw one frame of your animation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just push the animator. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's calling for you outside. Go out <laughs> yeah. well, they're away. Don't worry. Like I, I, I'll take care of this. <laughs> Oblique strategy card. They're just meant to give spark a thought in your head and you just react and see where you go with it. So every week um. we uh, I keep saying every week is if you make this every week, which we absolutely don't even, we don't even do this every month. Um, <laughs> um Every podcast, we get our guests to pull an oblique strategy card, read what's on it, and see what that sparks in their head. So, what is the first thing that comes to mind when I draw abandon normal instruments? Is it like uh, uh, normal animation tools? Could yeah. be. <laughs> Just could be anything. Could be. Okay. Well, maybe you have already hmm. done this by it's, it's using sure Photoshop. A, a bleak strategy. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Time to take out the massive nail and start carving chisel, into yeah. chisel into the trees we have here. We can start yeah. <laughs> chisel. It is an oblique strategy. Will, will I draw? I guess one... it truly is an oblique strategy, guys. <laughs> will I draw one other different one? <laughs> I guess a card, a card each makes sense, so we might as well draw it's, one uh, more. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, uh, we, we really are like blank on the first one. A, a peek behind hmm. the curtain is basically every single time I end up drawing two because the first one is like 
They can be a little bit too oblique no. for their own good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Make it more sensual. <laughs> oh, this one's oh. easy. <laughs> <laughs> so you're halfway is... th- you're halfway through a project and you think, wait a minute. <laughs> Make it more sensual. If this was a note from a client. Be the best note we could ever receive. Make it more sensual. (laughs) You've received two notes from the client. Abandon normal instruments (laughs) and make it more sensual. Sensual. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I guess we're gonna start filming. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is what you guys do already. (laughs) We're making it live action now. (laughs) <laughs> this yeah, week's this week's podcast is spicier than any of the previous week's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I feel like that's one of the best answers we've gotten. <laughs> well, we've gone from too oblique to right. Gotcha. Loud and clear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> well, I feel uh, like I feel like make it more sensual is kind of your your, your default though. Like the amount of shorts you've animated with like a clenched butt or uh, <laughs> sweat or <laughs> just hyper focused details and characters it's always muscles <laughs> yeah they're, they're so much fun to, to animate mm-hmm. that kind of stuff we try to like squeeze some of that in whenever we can yeah oh yeah going back to your question about like which uh short we enjoyed well like i enjoyed the most working on like one of the bit small animations mm. it was the new d the dick copter thing oh, that we yeah. did. like the when we uh, got signed with beakers it was because we both did like a contest entry that they had going it was like uh, to do like a 10 second little thing yeah with the the theme was being bold and uh, i did like a a little dick copter animation i don't know if you've seen it <laughs> i have seen it yeah <laughs> That's great. Yeah, and that that one was really fun to do. It was also like <laughs> inter- the big boobies one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's interesting because when we were animating those, our parents were visiting because we were also like we were animating those t- when we were graduating, mm-hmm. and our parents were visiting from their respective countries to, and staying with us in the accommodation. And yeah, that was fun trying to animate that with like Kiki's parents walking around. I was gonna say like my screen and that's on your yeah. screen, and they walk in and like, oh, so this is what you guys, this is what you guys well, do. I, I, I wouldn't, I would have, I, you, I, 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 I could, I could. Panic. <laughs> no, but the objective was to not let them see that. Like, uh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't make that impression like that was the first time i was meeting them that could not be the impression i, <laughs> I would have had <laughs> it's always good when it's like you meet even like parents of a friend and it's like so what do you i hear you do i hear you do cartoons and you're like oh yeah yeah and i was like please don't please don't ask me to show you them right in front of <laughs> Anything you want to plug or any projects you want to hype up or anything you um, want to get out there? Nah, nothing at the moment. Like everything that we're working on right now. We literally cannot say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can't talk. Our lips are sealed. Unless yeah. you meet us in person and then we'll just be blah, 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 blah. <laughs> break, break every NDA. 
I won't, I won't leave in you saying that, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, just in yeah, case please, that bites you in the ass. No, please, go. Let, just leave it. Let's see. Let's see. What are they gonna <laughs> They're going to say, we've listened to this podcast where you, you, you say... You literally did not say anything about the project. Yeah. But you just said, you'll break all the NDAs. I was, yeah. I was <laughs> talking threatened. about breaking your enemies' NDAs, not you guys. <laughs> yeah, we, we know how that is as well. We've been on plenty of things where it's like... Want to plug anything? It's like, I, I would really love to, but I can't talk about anything I'm doing for at least a year. Just uh, uh, continue enjoying our Instagram. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, everyone should definitely, I think Instagram is the best format for your guys' work. Like it's, it, it's mostly all on there. Some of your shorts, I think are on your website, right? And then, do you have yeah, a YouTube channel? Yeah, the longer shorts. Too, yeah. yeah. We do. Yeah. We do, but we like we didn't want to have a YouTube channel, and because Vimeo became so much worse, uh, so we were like, okay, difficult. let's we need to have to start uploading to YouTube now, and then yeah. we ended up, and yeah, it's it's interesting. I'm not a fan. I'm not like looking forward to uploading stuff to YouTube. You know, like it's, <laughs> okay. if, if if I need to in order to have something to embed on the website, I will. But yeah, YouTube is too strange for for me in terms of like comments usually but like we have them turned off at least like in terms of i don't get like notifications or whatever yeah and it's usually like okay but it's just not the same type of response you'd get let's say on on instagram or like on, the, on twitter on twitter and instagram it feels like people are the friendliest mm -hmm. and then on twitter is like the place where they you might get like a hidden quote tweet or something if you do, if you do something too spicy <laughs> or something yeah <laughs> But on YouTube is just like the most kind of like unhinged, unfiltered type yeah. of comments you could possibly get, <laughs> yeah. which is interesting to see because it's like, okay, then this is like a kind of a more honest response, I guess, from strangers. But uh, at the same time, having that be the target audience would put me in a very kind of depressed mind state. <laughs> Well, just for, like some for of the them... people listening on YouTube, please let us know what you think of that in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> please, let's, let's see that uh, deranged engagement. <laughs> let's get it going. Prove them right. Prove them right. <laughs> please leave your most unhinged comment. <laughs> yes, please. I don't know what it is about Instagram. Everyone's, everyone's so... Everyone's just like, oh, cool. They just say stuff like, I like this. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Three fire emojis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's what. That's the ideal comment. You need yeah. is a free fire emoji. No, that represents an angry mob. They're coming. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming after you. Burn him. Yeah. yeah, but expressed in such a, a minimalist and friendly way. <laughs> it is aesthetic. Yeah, you feel like okay. Yeah. I, I welcome this angry mob. I... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Yes, again. yes, thank it you. It was a massive pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for yes. coming on. And uh, maybe we'll talk to you again. If, yeah. Yes. If yeah. yeah, it would be nice to hang out at something. That was the Studio Mandler podcast. We don't know how to finish them. Ah, ah Yeah. Sound <laughs> effects. <laughs> the podcast is over. Ah, help, help me. Oh, what, a, what a great ah. podcast.